Joining us now, Jim Callagher, Director of Research Senior Technology Analyst at Argus Research, and Dan Romanoff, Equity Analyst at Morningstar. Thank you both for being with us. So Jim, I mean, obviously we look at cloud, the Amazon Web Services, there were some real bright spots and people are receiving the quarterly numbers and even the price hike beautifully today for the stock. Your thoughts? Well, I think the, uh, the price hike at Prime is, is very sticky. Uh, people have gotten used to the convenience of Prime. Anyone who has uh, gotten used to the convenience of ordering everything online is in for a shock when they return to brick-and-mortar retail and find, you know, a scarcity of products, not the size you're looking for, et cetera. So, so the hikes in Prime are, interestingly, they're 17% for the annual uh, subscription, but just uh, 15% for the monthly, which tells me that, that Prime is trying to uh, go after maybe a, uh, you know, a, a lower tier customer, uh, get them into Prime on a monthly rather than that one annual nut. Right, get them, get them on on board, so they love it, and then they go to the annual. I mean, I get the, I get that kind of idea. I was actually looking back to see. I mean, does anybody remember back in 2014, the price had changed to $99 from 79. It was $79 at one point. So if in 2014 it was 99 bucks, and we're in 2022 and it's going to be 140 bucks, I guess 40 bucks since 2014 isn't terrible. So what do you think, Dan? What, what stood out to you? Uh, yeah, so thank you for having me, and I enjoyed your uh, reporting from the slopes uh, during the holidays. And uh, I definitely oh, agree with Jim. That, <laughs> I definitely agree with Jim in that the uh, the prime hike was very interesting, and I think, uh, yeah, four years, it's it's about time. Uh, it just it sort of underscores the power and stickiness of the prime subscription model. Um, those prime customers, they shop more, they spend more, they buy more kinds of goods. So this is a positive for sure for uh, Amazon. And the value you get as a consumer is reflected in uh, increasing content and video, in music, uh, and they're furthering their one day delivery as well. So there's a lot you're getting for that. So it's worth it. And then uh, some other standout items, I would say, were the continued acceleration in AWS, which I think is a key growth driver for the firm and a, and a key driver of the stock in the coming years. And I would say the same thing about advertising. We were really excited to see that broken out for the first time um, as, a, as its own segment. And that did very well. Also, 33% growth, uh, both AWS and advertising are sort of the highest growth, highest margin uh, areas of Amazon. So I think those are really important uh, over the next, say, five years in terms of driving growth and the stock performance as well. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I'm curious to you both um, how you feel about Amazon as a long-term play here. One thing that really boosted the quarterly numbers was $12 billion, that gain from that Rivian investment. What an incredible IPO that was. Jim, what did you think of that? I mean, is that, I mean, it's great. Oh, I love it, right? But is it noise? Is it, are we getting the real Amazon outlook picture well, I wouldn't call here? it noise, and, and Amazon doesn't really discuss non-GAAP results. But uh, in your model, if you just back out the $11.8 billion gain and do nothing else, you're going to get something like $9.50 in earnings, and the street was looking for $3.77. One thing Amazon has done well for so many years is to thumb its nose at Wall Street. It drives the analysts crazy. It either usually overshoots or usually undershoots a testament. And as, uh, and as the CFO said in his, his opening remarks of the call, they remain 
focused on delighting the customer. They don't really care, you know, what Wall Street thinks. So they're not out to, uh, to please Wall Street on a 90-day basis. One thing I will right. say about, uh, about uh, AWS that I see is its success almost constitutes a risk for Amazon uh, in the sense that there's always calls in Congress to break up the big tech giants. And it's kind of hard to figure out how you would slice, uh, you know, a, an alphabet unless you just slice off the most profitable part, Google. But you could make a clear cleave in, in Amazon by uh, hiving off um, AWS. And if you did, you'd take away the big profit center. And we did see some challenges on uh, profitability, certainly uh, 1.8 billion dollar loss uh, in retail operating margin in the quarter. I do think that uh, mm -hmm. th that that loss reflected in Europe as well as in the US, a lot of enormous one time employee uh, addition costs. And when they get to more normalized uh, uh, basis that retail operations are solidly profitable, but they are after all retail operations. So you're talking about three to 5% op margins. Right, right. And the AWS revenue was up 40% year over year and had a beat on the quarter. Um, Dan, your thoughts big picture. Is Amazon a buy here? I mean, it's still very expensive. I wonder if we'll get even a stock split like we did for Alphabet, which they announced this um, recently this week. Your thoughts on the big picture? Uh, yeah, so I, I think definitely it's a buy here because uh, you have a nice setup heading into the rest of the year with uh, margin expanding in the back half of the year as some of these, as Jim was describing, some of those one-time um, supply chain and employee and COVID costs roll away. And then also optically, you get revenue acceleration just from the COVID surge demand from a year ago. Those comps sort of roll away. So uh, things set up pretty well. And in the meantime, you still have the key drivers in AWS and advertising performing very well. So. Uh, I think the stock sets up pretty well for uh, maybe not exactly the next month, but certainly um, beginning with the uh, second quarter report. After that, I think things look a lot better. And you see the and stock going possibly to oh, 4,100, right? Yeah, I mean, you still see so much. 4,100, is that your target or upside, Dan? Uh, yeah, that's, that is definitely our, uh, we assume that's our fair value. And uh, so, yeah, okay. I mean, you're talking about more than 20% upside for sure. Right, Jim, your thoughts. Uh, well, just to build on your your on Dan's uh, thesis and, and your own uh, commentary about valuation. Although the stock is trading at about forty plus times two year forward earnings, if you look at the five year, twenty seventeen through fiscal twenty uh, through twenty twenty one multiple, that's more like eighty times. And although the stock is trading at a little more than twice the market multiple, it historically traded at four times. Uh, and you know, the, uh, you know, to build on his, his uh, commentary, we, we certainly see uh, a great uh, acceleration ahead again when those easier comps roll off. And, and you know, we're comfortable in our target, which is about four thousand. So you both have. You see, that's interesting how you both have this upside potential. And the idea here is the folks who are paying one hundred and nineteen dollars a year are probably. I mean, you don't expect churn or people quitting because it's going to be one hundred and thirty-nine dollars, right, Dan? Uh, no, I, I don't think so at all. I mean, maybe there'll be a marginal customer somewhere who, who rolls away, but, but realistically, I think you're getting a ton of value for it. And right. just, they keep expanding the, the products that are included in the prime delivery as well. So you okay. really do get a lot for your money. Jim, I'll give you 10 seconds. Final thought? Just we might finally get some good content out of prime video in the year ahead. We're going to get exclusive Monday, uh, Thursday night football,
You're gonna get Lord of yeah. the Rings for the uh, for the Lord of the Rings, uh, the Power of the Rings uh, series. So I think there's gonna get some good uh, good viewership from that for once. All right, yeah, mine precious. Okay, gentlemen, good <laughs> to see you both, Dan and Jim. You are great. Thank you, Jim Keller of Argus and Dan Romanoff of Morningstar. Thank you.